0: Welcome back to the Winding Down Podcast, Episode Four. Leash, how how are we feeling?
1: Adam, I'm feeling pretty good. How about you?
0: I'm good. I'm feeling good. It's uh, we're recording this on a Saturday, so there's no work tomorrow or anything like that, which feels kind of nice. But uh, every day is kind of Saturday when it's when it's quarantine and lockdown mode.
1: Yeah, it's seven o'clock. I just did my hair and uh, brushed my teeth and put on clothes for you guys. So for
0: the, the, yeah, for, the, You're for the listeners out there, we're, <laughs> we're we're trying to step things up a little bit here. Um, we have kind of a more unique for, for what you know we've gone through so far episode-wise. We're three episodes in. More of a unique episode and unique wine this week, I would say. Um, what is your knowledge on Spanish wines?
1: Honestly, nothing. And I'm glancing over here at this bottle and I can read maybe two words on it. So,
0: Well, why don't you ex- say or explain what we've got here in front of us? All
1: right. So we have a wine from Spain and I'm going to butcher it, but it's a Campo Vijo. How do you even say that? Rioja? Campo
0: Campo Viejo Rioja.
1: Oh, wow. What did you learn Spanish? (laughs) Jeez. Um, And it's a Tempranillo 2017.
0: And product of Spain. Yes. Which we haven't had before. I don't think I've ever had Spanish wine.
1: I definitely have never had this. The only
0: time I may have had Spanish wine, uh, back when I was doing, uh, when I was in school, uh, one of the people I was going through a master's program with had, uh, her husband was a wine buyer. I don't think he was a Somali, but he was a wine buyer. And on one of our last days, she brought in like a crate of wine. It was from all over the world with little tasting glasses. So I may have had Spanish wine then. Um, I cannot remember for the life of me. But something I want to say is this bottle is super familiar looking.
1: It is looking at it it's a super dark bottle. I'm assuming it's green looking at the little tip at the top it there. Like it. it looks like it's green. Um the label itself is very bright yellow. Um so it stands out with dark red writing on it and also a bit of what would you say gray writing, silvery yeah, grayish. Yeah, with like
0: silver accents.
1: Yeah, so it definitely catches the eye just cuz the color yellow is pretty pretty vibrant and yeah, there's no pictures on it really. There's a crest up top.
0: There's coordinates there's as well. And there's
1: coordinates. I'm assuming that's probably the location of the winery in Spain, which is kind of cool.
0: North 42 48 West 02-2908. Cool. There we go. Look it up. And there's a stamp in the bottom left corner that says uh, Tempranillo with a grape on it. So I assume that would be the variety of grape that's on it. Okay. Again, uh, this is very much stressing how amateur we are when it comes to this. But hopefully by the end of the episode, we'll have a little bit more knowledge on this Spanish wine at least. Yeah. So um, let's let's hearken back to last week. Uh, what was our topic of the week?:
1: So last week, we kind of talked about why we let wine aerate, which I'm just going to pause there for a second. I was talking to my friend Carly, shout out to Carly, and she was saying that we really need to invest in a decanter because it makes a world of a difference.
0: Good to know. There we so go. So maybe
1: that's our Amazon purchase before purchase the of week. Yes. All right. Um, but also, last week we talked about tannins. Um, and just a little quick recap that tannins are a compound found in only red wine, um, which um, it, wine gets its tannins from the skin, the seed, and the stem of the grape. And um, tannin or tannic is when a wine tastes bitter. That's how we kind of describe that bitter taste. And if a wine is bitter, we call it tannic.
0: And it's sort of, that was kind of our counterbalance from the first two weeks when we were talking about sweeter wines, which we had a a Chardonnay and a Rosé, and we were looking for what the opposite of of sweet was. Dry. So, so now we know that it's dry and dry walks align line with bitter and tannic as well. It's almost like a th- we said like a three-prong.
1: Because you also look at the acidity.
0: Yes yeah exactly acidity factors in as well um, and, and this leads into what we're learning about this week. Um, so I did a little research early earlier on today uh, because I wanted to sort of figure out um, what we can learn as wine tasters or yep. amateur wine tasters and things we can sort of look for. And I found a really good article. Uh, it is called How to Taste Wine uh, by Wine Enthusiast at winemeg.com. It's a 2015 article. Uh, and we're just focusing in on really the first few aspects here of evaluation by sight is what they call it. So how do we taste wine with our eyes? Um and we basically talked now for 4 minutes on what this bottle looks like. So, um <laughs> we're we're well on our way, I think, but um to be a little more specific about it, uh evaluation by sight comes from actually evaluating the wine when it's poured into a glass. So
1: So would that be kind of like when we look at the legs, the color?
0: Exactly. The, the, the
1: bubbles, the Everything sediment. you're
0: saying is like exactly what we're looking for here. And this sort of gives a little very um, brief but almost exactly what you need explanation of all of those things cool. so um, there are three views uh, to look at wine uh, it's very simple you'd think straight down the side view and then tilted view and we were fans of the sommelier or some uh, documentaries which we just watched the first episode the other night I watched uh, the whole thing. You watched about fifteen minutes yeah. of it. <laughs> Fell um, but I've seen
1: it four times, though. To be fair, so yeah, it's, it's not that it bored me. I just needed some sleep.
0: But it comes highly recommended from us, as you said. Like we've watched yeah, it multiple it. times, uh, and it's the process of of uh, some Somalis going for the Master Sommelier test, uh, and you really, you really like get invested in their journey there. So it's really cool. Um, But a lot of them you'll see, as soon as they pick up a glass of wine, it's almost like force of habit to do two things. One is grab it and tilt it, and immediately they start looking at it. The other thing is when it's sitting on the table in front of them, they swirl it around on the table. So we'll get to both of those things. Okay, Um, But there are three sites, straight down, side view, tilted view. Um, so when it comes to st- this, to sight straight down, what you're looking for, what you get when you're looking at this, is depth. So the density and saturation. Uh, it can also help you tell what kind of grape it is. So deeper reds could be a Syrah or a Zinfandel. while more pale could be Pinot Noir or a Sang, Sangiovese. Wow, I don't even know that. A... I
1: don't even. Know. I've never heard of that before.
0: Me neither. But I, that could be. I could be saying that awful, uh, awfully wrong. So. I think
1: you know what the confidence in your voice. I would have believed, yes, So
0: Fake it till you make it, <laughs> uh, at least with this. Uh, the side view, you get, uh, is, you're get is you looking for clarity. So like you said, the sediments and the bubbles, you would pick this up in the side view, I think more than anything, especially we have some, some pretty broad stemmed uh, wine glasses here. So you're going to be able to see a lot of bubbles and sediment on the yeah. bottom uh, for sure if there is anything there. Uh, so you're looking for clarity. And what they're basically saying here is sparkle is good, murky is bad. Um, so murky could basically be a chemical or fermentation problem. And you can also hold up your uh, glass of wine to light. And that's really going to help you see the true color of it as well as the sparkle. Uh, and again, you're, if it doesn't have a sparkle, it doesn't mean it's bad. If it, if it is a little murky, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It, these are just sort of hints of what you can maybe pick up. And okay. you can sort of direct your tasting based on what you're seeing beforehand. Cool. So it's you know. A, you no, something. Exactly. Another like tool this. in your repertoire. Yeah. Uh, and the last one is what we were just talking about, with the tilted view. Uh, I said expert mode because this, <laughs> the, if, if you're looking at wine and all of a sudden you tilt it, to me, it's like...
1: You it would, either know what you're doing or...
0: Or you can, you're can a pretty good actor. You're
1: a pretty good actor because you know, you know you know what to do.
0: <laughs> so when you tilt the wine, what you're looking for is the rim. Uh, and this can give you clues on the age and weight of the wine. Uh, pale and watery edges could hint towards a thin wine that lacks flavor. It also t- uh, could be uh, uh, a younger wine that doesn't have as much time to develop those flavors. Uh, for a white wine, an, orgy, an orangey brown rim, tawny... <laughs> That was the, almost bad. <laughs> the, the first mistake of the episode. Uh, the, the word they used was actually tawny, which I had to look up, which was like orangey-brown. Okay. Um, so that suggests uh, uh, age or over-oxidization and making it past its prime. And the same goes for orange or rusty for red wine. So I think you really want to see those like reds and purples when it comes to that, even though the rim is going to be... Less, there's gonna be less depth on it.
1: You know what, Adam? Sorry to kind of jump in here. Yeah, but please. Last week when you were looking at the wine, it was a pretty dark red that mm-hmm. we had, and you said like kind of like that top rimmed color. You were talking about it, how it was lighter, which you didn't even know. You didn't even look this up at that point, but you were talk like we talked about the clarity, and then you're like, oh yeah, the rim has a little. I don't know what fancy words you use, but <laughs> you sounded like you knew what you doing. You were doing, but now it's a legit thing so justified that's, yeah that's kind of cool I, didn't even, I mean you didn't even really I didn't remember that but no? that's
0: that's even when we're talking about tasting like how does it make your mouth feel like I think literally just saying what you see or smell or feel or feel could really come down to what it actually is because we're picking up on so far I don't want to like tutor on horns horns or anything <laughs> but we're picking up on a lot of the tasting notes that we're supposed to be getting here yeah um so I think it's there's, al- there's almost this, like, false layer of sophistication when it comes to wine because everyone thinks it's, like, you know, very fancy, expensive wines are better, like, all of this stuff, back and forth, back and forth, but it's it's almost, it's just, like, human reaction to whatever you're drinking or whatever you're sniffing or but looking at.
1: I think that's easier said than done, though. Like, you are way better at that than I am. Maybe I need to go, like, lick some rocks, like they said in the song, or, like, maybe just open up my, like, sniffing palates like I feel like I'm not as maybe it's because you're more into cooking and spices well, and that sort of thing because I'm not
0: what were you just doing in the living room before we started this what were you smelling
1: I don't remember
0: fresh can of tennis balls
1: oh yes so <laughs> um in the psalm documentary um one of the main guys Ian Cobble he his go-to Um, smell reference for, I think it was red wines, was fresh can of open tennis balls. So I take tennis lessons and I have, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mozzie and I were playing this week on the road, but I opened up a can of tennis balls and I was like, wow, okay. Like I could actually see how this smell could be found in a red wine, which is super interesting.
0: It's like synthetic, uh, synthetic rubber. rubber, And
1: he also said, what, a fresh cut hose. And everyone was like razzing him. Like what does a fresh, like when have you ever cut a hose and smelt it? Right. But I think maybe that's what I need to do. Go smell some minerals or I don't know. I don't, I just feel like I don't have that for sure. sophisticated smell palette or taste palette. But
0: something they did say in this documentary was, um, every single thing when it comes to wine tasting is absolutely learned. There's right, no natural born taster or smeller. Some people can pick up on it quicker or, you know, better than other people, but it's a learned it's a learned thing It yeah. comes from tasting and smelling things. So that's that's a, a reasonable and realistic goal is like <laughs> Lick some rocks or, like, smell some soil or or whatever it may be.
1: Maybe this uh, self-isolation time, I just really need to venture out into my sniffer world. Licking,
0: like, bricks outside (laughs) and stuff. Um, So the last thing uh, that comes from this uh, article is swirling the wine. And we've had a couple mishaps. You dumped uh, Chardonnay on my desk and and I snorted rosé.
1: Yes, up your nose.
0: Yes. Um, So... Overswirled. Overswirled and sniffed sniffed at the same time. It was a bad combo. Um, So... (laughs) In all capitals that I have on here, it says, keep your glass on the table when you swirl. Um, This is what the article stated as well. It's more simple. It's more controlled. uh, And you also have less likelihood to spill or snort what's going on. Um, So this walks right into what we talked about in the first week, which was legs or teardropping. So good legs, which are thick and slow. Uh, I guess I have good legs. (laughs) It <laughs> um, <laughs> means more alcohol and glycerin, which translates to bigger, riper flavors that fill your mouth and bring a density. So, like that, more okay. full-bodied flavor would come okay. from thicker legs on wine. So, cool. um, there you go. That's that's the lesson that, for the week, and that's the things that we can sort of apply to this Kempo Viejo. You're uh,
1: good at that. Well, All let's, right, should we? Let's
0: see. Before we crack oh it, God. we do have something this week. Jumping uh, the gun. We do have something this week, which is uh, an ad break, the first ever ad break on the Winding Down podcast. Uh, so this week's episode is brought to you by Watercolors by Carly, a boutique and personal approach to customize watercolor paintings of your favorite memories. Watercolors by Carly brings a uniquely artistic touch to pictures of couples, pets, groups, and more. Her style is simplistic and soft with bold lines backed up by pastel colors that make the paintings pop. We have a portrait of our engagement that Carly created for us, and we love it. Not only did she make me a little trimmer, she captured how beautiful Alicia is, <laughs> and made our special day even more memorable. Uh, check out her pages on Facebook at Watercolors by Carly on Facebook, and on Instagram at watercolors.by.carly. by um, She also has some custom uh, greeting cards and whatnot. Really, really cute, simplistic. The colors are just. I'm, I'm like, I have that, like soft palette yeah, color palette. It's so so it's nice, so satisfying.
1: Nice. Yeah. She's super talented. Definitely check her out.
0: Absolutely check her out, and thank you, Carly, for uh, for keeping the the show on the radio here. Um, but as you were saying, on the radio,
1: I wish-, I wish we I wish we made it to the radio. Maybe one day,
0: radio's dead, baby. It's time for podcasting. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pop this bottle open here um, with our trusty KitchenAid. We have corkscrew.
1: Probably a pretty old and ancient corkscrew. Maybe we need to invest in a good one. I
0: don't even know if it's that old. It's just it just looks like so. It's just it's pretty simplistic, I guess. For sure, so. KitchenAid. Um, I feel like it's a synthetic cork.
1: It Feels um, it. Got it. Wow. Yeah, definitely a synthetic cork. Ooh, listen to that baby
0: smell. What do we see? What do we see? Anything coming out? Ooh, it's uh, it's, it's, it's pretty bold. A, it's
1: a bit alcoholic smelling, like fermenty i smell your hands <laughs> fresh washed
0: there we go uh okay so um smell of the bottle anything different it is a green bottle like you had said before We've no been... it just <laughs> yeah it smells it's... um it smells pretty middle of the road there's you're yeah. not getting any flavor coming out like of the it smell, bottle. It
1: smell, it's not overly um
0: aromatic yeah
1: or even alcohol smelling
0: so, here comes the first pour here. I'm here at the Winding Down Podcast. We don't shy away from large glasses. Oh, my God. That um, is a
1: big pour. Well, oh, it's for me. We,
0: we've we finished uh, every right. bottle so far, yeah, so sure. um, we might as well get into this here. Um, so, Alicia, you're having to smell right now.
1: Yeah. So, should we look at the color first? Is Absolutely. Right? I want to do this. Because so, you just kind of went over the rules. So, let's do that before we give her a stiffer. Okay. So oh, you're standing up. I'm standing this. Up. All this, right. is,
0: this is the first one. This is the straight down view where you get the depth and the... Uh, saturation you can tell what kind of grape it is we are not going to tell you what kind of grape this is but so,
1: but like when they talk like when you're looking down so i'm looking down and it's pretty solid color like a little you a little s- see-through near the bottom like i can put see your the hand, bottom of the your glass right i i can't see my hand
0: well I why because that's not the base you're seeing that's the rim from the inside that's a reflection oh, of the red. Oh shit!
1: Yeah, sorry.
0: so I, I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was that was so say, weird.
1: I can see my reflection when I go over head really close. I was like, you
0: can see the base, so I'm like, okay, it's not very. But, there's not much depth to it.
1: But I can't see through. You it. Can't
0: see your hand at all. So, so actually, when you go in a little bit of an angle, you can. There's a little bit there. I wouldn't say it's completely uh, opaque.
1: No, but it's but, a nice um, it's translucent an,
0: would be an undersell.
1: It's a nice burgundy ish color. Would you say for sure? It's, it's, it's kind of more redder. Last week was really dark, purpley. This is definitely on the redder side and
0: we'll probably get better at picking out colors for it but it's 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 much more red i would say with like hints of like maroon almost yeah okay um okay so let's go side view here and we'll go we'll go level um pretty dark there's there's almost there's almost no light that you can pick up from it just the bottom
1: the bottom corners are a bit light but i'm lifting it up
0: now and looking and it's the same thing it's
1: pretty pretty solid yeah hold
0: up to the light here though as well Man, there is almost no light passing through that. Wow. Okay. Very dense. Um so
1: What does that say again? What does so, that mean? So
0: density, that that could basically mean uh it's coming from like is a it's murky
1: a, chemical It's not uh, murky. It's not murky. It's it's, like it's rich. solid. Yeah. Um
0: let's do the tilted view here before we evaluate.
1: We fancy So
0: I don't see any orange. That to me is like a soft pink on the rim.
1: Yeah. It's like it's kind a, of like Carly's watercolour y. It, it, it really Honestly, is, actually, like,
0: because it's, you can see it's like a pull from that darker red with more I mean, saturation. I mean, I don't know if
1: it's just because I have the bottle in the background, but mine's definitely more orange, like picking up a bit more orange. But Put, it's, put, it, with the, it's put it with
0: the white table behind it.
1: Oh yeah. so It's not orangey.
0: No, it, it's, it's very much just like a it's faded pink. faded pinky. But it's not pink, like a light pink. It's like uh no. it, it's honestly like a, a watered down, like dark
1: red. Like, red, red. Yeah. Like, yeah. It,
0: it's, it's, it's not the vibrancy of like a blood red. But it's, it's...
1: It's similar, kind of.
0: It's more in the purple. It's like a warm color. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so, so. let's do a swirl.
1: Okay. Keeping, Keeping it on, on, the, on table. the table.
0: Yeah, sorry, I overfilled these, so it's a little there. bit hectic. Okay, let's look at the legs here. Pretty slow. Not many of them, actually. I got Mine two Mine has legs. more than
1: you. Mine definitely has more. Let's do another little swirly swirl swirl.
0: And we're also... I, uh, adding oxygen to the wine right now too so that's going to help open it up and develop some more flavors i'm not getting it's it's very very it's slow Slow yeah. very slow it's, so what so i would thick say legs
1: slow and thick What did that uh
0: that that means more alcohol and glycerin which translates to bigger riper flavors that fill your mouth and bring density all
1: right so i'm excited to try it we'll give it a couple let's do a sniffer test but i'm excited to see if we can actually taste those dense
0: i'm anticipating full-bodied wine
1: so last week we did say that it was full-bodied, that um, Cab. Stove, Super right?
0: slow, yes. All right, I like, was going for a sniff. All
1: right, sniff, sniff.
0: Ooh, that's like pungent. If very yeah. much unlike what we said about the cork and like smelling out of the the bottle. Once you open it up and let yeah. it open up here, let I me mean, open up twice. Uh, it, it's very. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she did oh, it. No. The snifter has got red wine <laughs> on her face just, and on the desk. I just
1: dumped my nose in there. This
0: is not. This is not like a gimmick or like by design, like it, it, this is very much, yeah, yeah, yeah i the, the side there. Uh, this is very much organic. Uh, Alicia went in for a nice big sniff and she was still swirling it, which was no, not. That wasn't as bad ground. as yours
1: though. I just went too far. I tilted and sniffed and my, I didn't realize how close my nose was. My, it didn't go up my nose. It just touched the tip. But like looking at that color on my hand, it's dark purple. Like that's a dark wine. Yeah, it okay.
0: it translated pretty quickly. Um Sorry. Anyway. I'm getting almost um, like that that faint burn in my nose when I smell. Um, it, it doesn't smell. I wouldn't say super alcoholic. Um,
1: it's almost like you can smell a little bit of acidity.
0: Yeah, I would say that for sure. Are you but getting any not... notes out of it?
1: Kind of like the dark fruits.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to pick up on like spices now to see if there's anything there.
1: It's the note say vanilla, and honestly, I just think I'm too amateur right now at this because the last red wine I had was the Cab stove and I hadn't had another red wine for a long time before that, so sure. I think that I'm just smelling- We need to drink more. Red. Oh my god. We're gonna be like Jessica from, uh, what's that show? The Blind Show. The Blind Show? <laughs> oh, not The Blind Show. Love it! Blind it. I don't know. No. Love
0: is blind? <laughs>
1: yeah. I haven't even watched a
0: show. I am oh my God. I just kinda of connected that the dots there.
1: Totally just slipped my mind anyway. You wanna have a sip? Yes. Alright, cheers, here. Cheers.
0: Woo! That is a
1: <laughs> That's a lot of taste.
0: That packs a punch. Wow. Okay. It like hit
1: the back of my throat right away. Right away,
0: it it went. It rode from the back of my front teeth right down the top of my mouth, yeah. to my throat. I can feel it. It's sort of settling in it's warm now. Weird. I have another sip here, but yeah. it it it's uh it's a it's a big punch of flavor in your mouth there. Like it, it's you're not there's no uh, tiptoeing with this one.
1: No. So it's. I'm trying to describe it. It's like. I'm trying to think is it seems kind of a bit more acidic I would say
0: for sure if we're doing that that three pronged uh that three pronged
1: so tannic acidic acidity sweet. and sweet okay. I wouldn't say it's it has a good amount of sweetness I'd say like it's not like super super tannic, but
0: i think I think this is like just a little bit up on the sweetness, and then you're more going tannic, more, more acidic. tannic. I think tannic and acidic, it's almost equal on.
1: Yeah. I can still feel like a tickle. Not a tickle, but almost in the back of my throat. Yeah. And I the, haven't had a sip in a this minute.
0: Is, this is a serious flavor.
1: It's, yeah. How do you? <laughs> Adam watched Psalm this week, so he's doing that little.
0: Just trying to draw some air over it. <laughs> trying to open it up some more. I don't know if it changed anything. It got a little bit. <laughs> so, sorry, guys. <laughs> it got a little. Um, it's like more tame.
1: Yeah, it's like muted.
0: You've been saying the complete opposite. of I know, of muted.
1: but then once I just did that little whistle, not muted. That's not. That's a wrong word.
0: I don't. There's no muting this.
1: Okay, but it's more enjoyable now after. Less
0: harsh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Softened.
1: Okay. It's kind of. In this.
0: Muted. <laughs> synonymous.
1: Yeah, that's the word. Oh, my brain today. Maybe it wasn't a good day. Hey, you're part. just
0: starting your day. Remember? Oh yeah, p.m. I'm feeling great. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. ma- I'm trying to I'm trying to pick up flavors. Have, I want to have a I want to have a sip here and see if there's any distinct flavor you can bring out. I think red berries and whatnot, like red currants and uh, cherries. And stri- I don't get the cherries because there's not the tartness with the acidity. There is I- kind of. Is there? Okay. Yeah, right, there right.
1: it, it is. It is quite tannic, actually. At the end, like, that's a bitter taste in my mouth.
0: It's almost hard to, the sensation of it overweighs the flavor. But, yeah,
1: I don't even taste, I don't know. Do you think it smells, tastes like it smells? I don't think so. I almost enjoy the smell better than the taste. I would
0: agree with that. Now, like, this is not my favorite that we've had for sure, but it's it's, it's um, the most flavorful, I would say. I'm mean, even not flavorful. Like, it like, just packs the most punch. I keep yeah. saying that. There has to be a better word for that. But,
1: no, that explains it well, though. Like, ah, uh, gotta go in for again. Gotta go, gotta go in again.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. Is this, is this something to expect from Spanish wines? Maybe that's something that, that we can look into more.
1: So what is this... Is this a Rioja? Is that what you would say?
0: Rioja. Oh. Spanish. <laughs> Sorry. The, the J is f.
1: F. So um, Rioja.
0: Rioja. I may, that may just be red. I don't know. Okay. Um, we can we can look that up, though. We have the ability. Okay. I'm, tr- I'm still
1: trying to figure it's, out... It's leaving a lot of flavor. Like, there's a lot of after flavor. Yeah. A lingering... I don't even know how to... S-
0: uh, Rioja oh. is a wine region in Spain. Uh, Denominación de origin. Oh, Rioja oh. wine is made from grapes grown in the autonomous communities of. Oh no, I lost it. Um, okay, so this is in northern Spain, <laughs> uh, just south of the border between France. Uh, there's a ton of wine regions in Spain. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that's that's interesting. There. So okay. Rioja is the region. Okay. Um, Tempranillo. Let's look that up real quick. Maybe that's that's, no, the, that's the grape. That's the grape, that's right? The grape. Tempranillo.
1: Maybe if we just look it up.
0: Tempranillo, just... a black grape uh, variety widely known for making full-bodied reds. Oh, we might have spoiled it.
1: We might have spoiled it.
0: But but we didn't know. It. We didn't look this up before.
1: I know, but full-bodied. We we haven't done our like. We haven't looked at the back. Maybe it says the tasting notes. Oh,
0: okay, for so. sure, for sure. But we but we said we were expecting that based on the looks and the color. Yeah,
1: very true. And black grape kind of hits the nail on the head. Like that. That's probably why it's so dark, right?
0: Have a sip now. Okay. It's been some more time. It's mellowed mm-hmm. out a bit. It's more enjoyable now.
1: It's still, there's something there that I'm not loving.
0: It's almost, I think maybe this is the minute.
1: It's almost like orange this thing is. or like the orange. citrus.
0: Interesting. Citrusy. Yeah. Like eh? the, 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 the pith, like the bitterness of, the like, p- a, of like a citrus peel. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's cit- the white, right? It's yeah. pith, right? I don't know. I've I'm never- saying
0: piss with a. With <laughs> I've
1: never heard of the word pith.
0: Pith? That's like the white on the inside of an orange or a lemon. <laughs> I
1: just call it orange schmeng. Oh, okay.
0: That's that's more normal. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. Uh we're battling the elements here, but uh we <laughs> okay. are uh we're, we're we're sort of stepping away here from the wine itself because okay. Yeah. I don't I can't I can't I can't pick up anything on the tasting notes.
1: I I see like bitter orange a little bit of citrusy in there.
0: Interesting. I, I just I have nothing. Nothing's come to my mind, and I'm that's usually blind. not
1: like you. Usually, you're pretty. Don't cool.
0: Shut up about this stuff. Um, okay, so uh, let's let's have a look over at the LCBO. How much do you think this wine costs? Um, thirteen
1: point
0: five percent alcohol. By the way, it's on the front of the bottle, so we can't I know can't it really kind of that.
1: spoiled it for us. But um, how much? I. It looks a bit more expensive. I don't know why. Um. 1850.
0: 1850. Okay, yeah. do you this. You remember how much you paid? Uh, I do. This is correct on the website here. 1495. Oh, okay. So you're you're in the neighborhood. Um. So medium ruby in color. Ruby's a good color Ooh, for. Oh, that it. is a, that's really a, really good. A
1: hint of garnet. Yeah, that's because also that's a, good.
0: that's I think the darker. It. The darker. Yeah. Uh, juicy red berry fruits, leather, vanilla, and oh. cloves on the palate is extra dry, medium bodied. So we said full bodied, but I think. I don't know. Ripe with flavors of raspberry, cherry, vanilla, and sweet spices.
1: It's interesting. I didn't know. I mean, I guess red wine is not usually sweet, so I guess it is described as dry. But it, it I guess, it is pretty dry. We
0: were saying it didn't have the the sweetness. The sweet,
1: yeah, that's fair. So I guess the, um, the
0: lack of sweetness. The
1: leather is interesting. I can almost get the leather I,
0: for sure. Yeah, it's almost that um, earthiness that comes rather than flavor. Like I don't know, earthy is a flavor, but uh, it, it's almost. The lack of flavor there. Uh, I'm going to pull up the the Vivino app Vivino. here. Vivino,
1: um,
0: but interesting that they said medium bodied, because this maybe now that it's mellowed more, we would agree with that. So would
1: medium body just kind of be it's the middle of all of the three, whereas I, full body is kind of all like how how do we go about that? I
0: don't know. I think it. I think. Again, it's it's so subjective, right? Like how much wine you've tasted, how many Spanish reds you've tasted gives right. you a different scale, right? Yeah, I guess so. So you, you never know. Um, I'll hand this over to you here. Okay. Um, so give us the star rating and all of that, and, and let's see what, what people have been thinking here.
1: So before I give you the star rating, do you want to see what it was? Uh, yes okay um so it is 3.7 on the vivino app
0: the highest we've seen
1: which is the highest we've seen which is kind of interesting because i think this would be my least favorite of the ones we've had yeah. to be honest uh still better than the chardonnay i must say mm. um okay so let's see so red wine from spain um there's a little can we go to meet the winery Wow, that's interesting. We've never seen that before. We've never seen that before. Um, so it says, in other words, we're obsessive about our grapes and the progressive techniques we use to deliver undeniably fresh flavor. From modern twists on traditional winemaking to creating dynamic new styles, we're proud to fill your glass and memorable, memorable wines fit for every palate and occasion. And it's kind of cool. It kind of gives a couple of pictures of the winery, which is beautiful. Like, look at that. It's stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like
0: the, the shot of the barrels. Yeah. The cellars are cool.
1: Uh, featured in Best Wines Under Twenty Dollars right now, among the top nine percent of all wines in the world. Wow.
0: Yeah, but we've the last all the ones we've had have been.
1: It's it. This wine has uh, more than five thousand ratings on Vivino. Look at
0: the tasting notes. We were spot on. It's here. Yeah.
1: Oh, so with the tasting characteristics, it's more on the bold side than light, which we said. It's more tannic than smooth, which we also said. Um more dry than sweet, and more acidic than soft. We, were, literally, we, we Adam drew, drew a little picture, and it's literally exactly like this, so we're definitely in the ballpark for that. Um, what people talk about in terms of the tasting notes, whoops, um, vanilla, oak chocolate, cherry, red fruit, raspberry, blackberry, plum, and dark fruit.
0: Interesting. All right, what well, What are some people saying about it?
1: Uh, Gino Brunetti from September 20... 20- <laughs> 2020...
0: Nope. September 29th. <laughs> it's just sitting there I know, in front of you. I know
1: I, was, I know. I saw it, but I was trying to like, I knew that I made a mistake, so I was trying to like fix it, but, but I made it worse. Sorry. Anyway, it's all good. Um, September 29th. Uh, good wine, nice aroma of vanilla, cherry, and raspberry. Dry and well-balanced, acidic, and tannins with a good finish. Tried at the Air Canada Lounge in Montreal. Oh,
0: interesting. Very Canadian.
1: Yeah. They're pretty much very...
0: Smoking s- good value in this wine.
1: Similar. Who is that...
0: Doug Walker.
1: So Doug Walker says, "Smoking good value in this wine. Soft bouquet, but loads of flavor. Dry, medium bodied, medium acidity. Red and dark fruit, vanilla, pepper, spice. This is a terrific wine for the price." So,
0: interesting. Yeah. Food pairings: poultry, beef, lamb, and veal. Okay. Which is interesting because that's two like like beefs like pretty dark, lamb's pretty dark, but like veal and poultry are like veal is the light, the beef light, right? So.
1: Yeah, um the winemaker's notes are that it's rich it has rich, rich aromas which have a pronounced intensity with an initial scent of ripe red fruit. I <laughs> just pulled my hair by accident. Uh, followed by gentle sweet notes of vanilla and spices and on the palate it's perfumed, soft and fresh with a long finish that leaves memorable, <laughs> memorable. Memories. Memories, well, the memories of, of red fruit. fruit, vanilla and cocoa. So yeah.
0: Okay, so now it comes down to our final aspect here, the recommendation. You haven't had a sip in a while. H- have a sip here.
1: Sorry, guys. I struggled with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were
1: great. It's, it's usually not my job. <laughs> you were great. All right.
0: Um, so like, I've been I've been having little pulls of it here every now and then. Um, so I want to give you a chance to have a sip and, and refresh your palate here because it has been open now for, for a lot longer and it has softened. And something I learned last week with the Behringer, we didn't love that right off the bat. And then the more we drank it, the more we liked it. Um, that sounds like we got drunk and like the wine that we were <laughs> drinking. But it, more realistically, it's it's more time to breathe and, and whatnot. So, I don't know. This is this is interesting. By the way, it's a 2017. We haven't mentioned that. Okay. Um, I, don't, I know don't know what I, that means. I, I'm not in love with this wine.
1: No. And maybe we're too amateur still to really appreciate it. Because on the app, people are saying, like, good value, like, for the wine. So, maybe we just haven't had enough Wines from Spain that we can't really appreciate it.
0: All right, I'm gonna give it a three star. Okay, we have to, we have to write this three star. Uh, bold nose and full body taste, full bodied taste, simmered.
1: It's still pretty lingering. With me.
0: time, uh, what do we want to say? Like uh, dark
1: pack- dark fruits.
0: Dark red. I'd see I, I, I don't even like leather notes for sure, but I, I got no yeah. dark fruit. Okay. Do you, like, do you do you distinctly taste dark well, fruit?
1: I I could get a bit of raspberries, but like bad raspberries.
0: <laughs> okay, that that's fine though. That's fine. Like decaying raspberries and leather notes overpower the palate. Not bad, but not my favorite.
1: That's fair. Cause I I definitely don't hate it. Like I could drink a glass and be like in, and enjoy it. Absolutely. However, I don't know if I would recommend it.
0: You just rated your first Spanish Rioja Red. You're now an explorer of the Spanish Rioja Red. Rate five more to achieve enthusiast level. So I would like to do that. Like I mean if we had yeah. a, a million dollars to go out to the wine section of the LCBO and basically pick out five and be like, which ones do I like the most? Do a flight of them. But
1: yeah, maybe um, we should do a flight so that we can kind of compare some wines. Cause that would be interesting. Cause right now it's like every time we open it up, we taste one bottle, which is great. That's the point. But it, it'll it be cool to kind of compare that versus a different,
0: even even a a, a Rioja of Spanish Rioja, but from a different winemaker or a yeah. different year. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the differences are. For myself, recommend it. I would not. I think that you can find um, because I'm not recommending this to a, to a wine aficionado. I think you can find more enjoyable reds for more uh, like it's
1: similar pricing
0: for for even for better pricing. I mean, this is right in the ballpark of the founders estate from Beringer that we had last week yep. and I like that much better. Much so better, yeah. um maybe I like Cabaret Sauvignon better or whatnot, but this is um an interesting foray into Spanish wines, but for me it's not on the top of my recommend list. What about you?
1: Yeah, I have to agree. Um I could drink it, like I said. Uh I probably wouldn't crave it or get it again. I wouldn't purchase it. It leaves too many harsh harsh like harsh harsh okay yeah harsh tastes in my mouth like i still taste it okay and it's like bitter
0: well there we have there we go there we have it campo viejo rioja tempranillo um not our not our most favorite favorite red wine but uh
1: drinkable
0: drinkable it's gotten better with time so who knows by the time we turn off this microphone we may like it but um as it stands right now uh, not high on the recommend list but uh, we're going to finish the bottle so
1: yeah drinkable, drinkable. definitely drinkable
0: absolutely uh, so that does it here for this episode episode 4 in the books again Campo Viejo Rioja Tempranillo from Spain uh, 2017 2017
1: alright Thank again thanks for listening
0: leave us a, a review on iTunes and Spotify it means a lot to us it helps us out in the rankings uh, and also check out uh, Watercolors by Carly thank you again Carly and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week
1: cheers